If you've been out to one of Toronto's hotspots, then chances are is owned by a guy named Charles Caboose. I mean, there is no bigger name when it comes to club and restaurant culture in this city, let alone this country. He's got a portfolio, I'd say around 20 establishments, a couple of hotels as well. So he's got a very enormous empire. And it's also part of the sector now hardest hit by the cancer of COVID-19, which has just decimated the hospitality industry taking four of every five jobs. And as we're starting to see, you know, big or small, this virus is sparing absolutely nobody. Charles Caboose, CEO of Inc. Entertainment, joining me now. And Charles, no easy way, I guess, for anyone, whether you're a big business owner or a small business owner. But this has been, I think, a hit that no one, including yourself, could have imagined. Um, I don't think anybody on this planet could have imagined. It's really surreal to me. Every day I wake up, I go to bed. I'm like, no idea what's happening. It's, uh, we're, uh, we're in the dark. You employ the 2,500 people. Um, you've managed to keep a couple of, of your restaurants open, I guess, to do the takeout um, features, the French made Akira back and those, uh, those places. But you know, we hear so much about the small businesses being hit. A lot of them saying that they're not going to survive. I think the numbers are 40% that they just will not be able to survive, whether there's aid or not. How will this affect you? I mean, you're one of the big players, if not the biggest player. So you have a bit of a cushion, but how, how is it going to impact you in the end? <clears throat> Honestly, the impact is, uh, is going to be a long-term impact. And again, it all depends on how fast it comes back. But what I thought was going to be a few weeks is now looking to me like a few months. And uh, uh, there might be one or two locations that I might decide to shut down. Um, the impact is a permanent. I can't see this, um, you know, not impacting absolutely everybody, whether it's my business or not, but um, especially in the food and beverage business. Um, I don't know, even if they were to say you can open in a week or a month, how quickly are customers going to come back? We own mm -hmm. restaurants, bars, nightclubs. Uh, uh, we own festivals across Canada, in Montreal, Toronto, Ottawa. Um, so it's, it's right across the board. It's not, uh, you know... It's not like if they said open tomorrow, we're open and we're back to normal. So the ramp up might take a long time. And I think ramping up might even be more costly than being closed. Because when you're closed, at least you know what your expenses are and you limit your expenses. But if we were to open tomorrow and instead of, let's say, getting 300 diners at one of the restaurants, we get 45, you still need very similar amount of people to run that operation. So mm -hmm. just because we might reopen in a month does not mean that we're in the clear. Like I said, it might be more costly for a long time to be open and not running at 100% or 90% or 80%. And not to mention, you know, the costs of, of uh, keeping a business, uh, you know, alive when it's shuttered, uh, so to speak. I mean, small businesses are saying, look, I don't have enough money to pay the commercial uh, rent that I have to pay. You've got to pay commercial rent on massive spaces. That doesn't stop even for a guy like yourself. I mean, how Especially long is that sustainable? 
especially for a guy like myself, all the uh, landlords are being a little more aggressive with me than with somebody smaller. And we have rents really well above a million dollars a month in rent that I pay because of the amount of locations we have. So you can just imagine if I'm close for three months, I'm well over $3 million in back rent. So I, I really am trying so hard not to think about how to get back up there. Um, and it's tough to calculate because we don't know. Are we close for a week, for a month, for three months? Are people going to come back? Are they not coming back? It's not something that I can really calculate as even though we have a lot of experience, even though we have a lot of professionals uh, working in our office with, with finance, we have a big finance department, but we don't have answers for questions. What was it like? I mean, I'm sure like the rest of us, um, you know, when this thing started, it was going to be a couple of weeks, maybe, you know, it would be reduced business. No one really knew what it would look like now being in the middle of it. I mean, what was it like for you then to have to tell 2,500 young people, servers, some of them uh, who do this as a full-time profession, that, that there is no job? I mean, if you look at the numbers, I don't need to tell you, but four of every five hospitality workers is now jobless. Um, I mean, what's that like uh, for, for or someone like you who's built your business over decades to, to have to break that news? Uh, I'll be honest with you. I think my biggest, um, my biggest and saddest moment was laying off people. Uh, business goes up and down. I deal with it. And I'm a very proud um, business owner who started from scratch, and, and I'm always proud about the amount of people we employ and a lot of them have been with me more than 10 or 12 years um so we're like family we're a small big business if that makes sense and it was very very difficult looking people in the face um and telling them that in the next 48 hours they'll be without a job i, I remember one of my restaurants i walked into the kitchen at the end of the night to tell them that the following day was the last day. And um, honestly, it was it was very, very sad. It made me cry. I walked out of there with tears. Um, the staff really were, they thanked me for personally walking in there and speaking to them. But nonetheless, um, giving somebody bad news like this, a lot of people in that industry live day to day check mm -hmm. to check because you know it's not an industry with a lot of money it's not an industry with a lot of big bottom line mm -hmm. so cooks in the kitchens especially and you know hostesses and a lot of the wage staff um they live but check to check or they you know they might have a little extra to buy a little something but when you're completely unemployed and unemployed for a long time nobody was ready for it um, I'm glad to see the government is doing a certain amount. I think what they've come up with is decent. It's actually better than I expected. I'm really happy. I'm starting to bring some people back. To be honest, whether there's a lot of work or not, we're starting to bring some people back um, just so we can uh, pay some people and, and be able to 
um, you know, use the offers that the government has given putting forward. And I'm hoping and I think, it will be sooner than later. You know, I think a lot of people would look at me. It's no no surprise, no no secret. You're a very successful guy, but no one handed it to you. You you've built this empire over decades uh, methodically. You've put a lot of uh, sweat, blood, and tears into it. It's got to be pretty heartbreaking uh, for someone like you to, to be stuck in a situation that you have absolutely no control over, knowing full well, it, it, you know, it's sink or swim right now. No, really, for me, this is year thirty six, and again, I. Uh... You know, I've worked very hard. I've built a, a big, small company, and um, I, I, I'm really devastated. I'm devastated. I'm, I'm devastated. I'm, I'm used to seeing certain faces every day. We're happy growing the company together, and um, it's now a very, very sad moment in the life of many, many people. Whether you're mm-hmm. the owner or the staff member it's a very sad moment and and as much as money is important i think people mental health right now is being affected um it's affecting a lot of people i know their mental health is being affected uh, dramatically and that to me now is becoming um, of course there's the physical effect of the virus Mm-hmm. But a lot of people that are not even affected by the virus are starting now to break down due to mental uh, mental issues, you know, being home yeah. nonstop, worrying about when is the next dollar I get, I'm worried about if I go out, will I get sick? I had to beg somebody who's worked for me for years today to go out at least for a walk. She's been locked up for 21 days, afraid to go out. Jeez. You know, I said, put some masks on, some gloves, avoid people. But it's sunny, it's beautiful. You go, I go out, and she broke down on the phone, saying, "I haven't left the house in 21 days." And so there's there's a lot of effects that are taking, the, you know, on right now. Financially is one. I mean, the most important thing is is health, and the um, and the effect of the the virus. But trust me. Uh, the mental health is going to be as much of an issue, if not more. Yeah, for sure, 100%. And then, you know, we will get through this eventually. Um, It will take an awful long time, but the complexion of this city, you know, the vibrancy of this city, the nightlife, what does it look like after this? It's funny, we do a 10 o'clock uh, call every morning with all, all the senior staff. Um, I still have about um, 10 to 12 people on the payroll, and we meet daily through a phone call at 10 o'clock in the morning. And that was one of the main question: What happens to nightlife? What, what are we to expect? It, like, we have a club that's licensed almost for 4,000 people. If they said open next week, you can open like, are people going to come back? I don't know. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I'd be afraid myself to go. It's, uh, you know, I want to be as positive as possible, but I think nightlife is going to be months and maybe a year or so before um, it comes back. In my opinion, and I'm not a doctor, I'm not anything, there's only one savior, and that is if they find a vaccine. Yeah. As long as there's no vaccine, 
even if I know myself, even if life goes back, um, you know, to normal stores being open again and so on, I'm going to be very careful and I'm going to be, you know, completely aware of everything around me and who I say hi to. And do I shake hands with someone? Do I say hello? Do I walk in there? Do I not walk in there? So um, that's not going to go away in a week or a month or two or three. I know it personally has affected me in a big way. And I've seen people that have gotten very sick and, you know, it's, it's very, very serious. It's affecting people in the three most important places, yeah. health-wise, mental health, I mean, physical health, mental health, and financial. It's really, it's, it's, it's left the whole world in, in dismay. It's like, um, usually if you're sick, but you know, you're, you're at least financially, you're okay to pay for certain things or a business might not be great, but you're healthy and you're able to enjoy some parts of life or, but now we've been affected in probably the three most important things, you know, your mental health, your physical health and your financial uh, situation. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, had you told me two, three weeks ago we'd be living like this, I wouldn't have believed it. But uh, I wish you the very, very best and uh, health. And um, and I will look forward to coming back to one of your places. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. And that is uh, Charles Kabuth. Quite, uh, you know, again, it spares nobody. Rich, poor, big, small, whatever. This virus is just vicious and it's uh, impacting everyone.